nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Nerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode! Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast, a podcast reviews of movies and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 579, and it is your review of Santa Sangre. As always, this is the Nerd Chicago here to host the show, alongside my wonderful co-host, back in action, Brad. What's up, what's up, everybody? Been gone a while. I prefer sangria, but we're here to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For first sangria over over uh, the what did they call it the pool of uh, the, the the holy blood the holy blood the holy blood mm-hmm. the holy blood Uh Brad it's been a minute we were supposed to do this last week but my internet was out for Tuesday to Saturday I was I was well, waiting for my power just to stay out <laughs> honestly no. Brad. <laughs> So Tim Allen's in this. No, it's not. But Stacy is in chat. Thank you, Stacy, for being in chat. But uh, Brad, how are you, man? It's been I, a while. I don't. I don't even want to imagine Tim Allen in this movie. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey. That would not be a good. Unless it's unless he's the the drug dealer Tim Allen with the mustache that was going on. That one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to imagine what Tim Allen would be doing in a movie like Santa Sangre. But I want to know who t- Tim Allen sold out to not get any fucking jail time for uh <laughs> for moving narcotics. <laughs> yeah, for, for for moving for moving brick, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot. What's up, Brad? How are you doing, man? I'm 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 surviving. <laughs> it's been a while. I'm glad not to be in an airport. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, right? Yeah. Well, Brad was what's it called? Brad came back and we were supposed to do this, but then my internet was out, so I couldn't record anything from like Tuesday to on Tuesday or Wednesday, which were the two days that we would have been able to do this because yeah. Brad was gonna leave to to to, to go on his trip to New Orleans on the seventh, which was on the on Thursday, but then I couldn't do anything on Tuesday and Wednesday. I mean, Tuesday or Wednesday, so I was like, Here Damn. we are. Here we are now. We are. Brad's back from New Orleans and I'm and I have internet. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, Brad. Uh, how's how's New Orleans? How's the how's the vacation? It was good. It was good. I feel feel a little bit more, I guess, rested. Um, I drank a lot, ate a lot. Not much more you can ask for in a trip like that. Yeah, yeah. And then you started playing uh, Tears of the Kingdom, right? Yeah, I pl- started playing that yesterday, and been playing it today. And that game is. I don't care what the reviews are. They're like, oh, it's got two high reviews. The game's fun. Like, I yeah. get it. I get it. It's got PS2 graphics here and there, but the game's still fun. Yeah. I've seen some people play it on uh, Twitch, and it looks it looks good. It looks like they they pretty much stick to the same style as Breath of the Wild. Yeah, oh. pretty much. I mean, it's got a shit ton of stuff to do and find and all that good stuff. But, uh, yeah, I'm getting into it. I'm trying to try not to die too much. Although... Uh, 
it is fun when you die sometimes because you're just like, well, that was ridiculous. <laughs> just got crushed by a big rock thing. All right. <laughs> Did you see that one like video of the guy who's like who has the uh, in the background is the audio from the nice guy says aim for the bushes, aim for the bushes, and he throws himself off and it's just you know Foo Fighters playing and and he doesn't he's like going to the clouds so he doesn't see where he's gonna land and he just and, and, oh, whack. <laughs> yeah. I've done that a few times. I got the glider out and I'm gliding and I don't pay attention to how much of the glider's left. And it's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Well, either way, I'm glad you're back and I'm glad you're here with me because uh, yeah, I was getting really bored, Brad. <laughs> That's, what you really said. Bored. That's what you said last time I was gone. Yeah. So what's happening, man? You know, I just I had to edit my videos then. That's all I yeah. did. Yeah. I streamed Bro a little to, bit. Bro had to do actual work. Yeah, fuck. I can't he, just goof he didn't off. have an excuse not to do it. That's what yeah. he's saying. Yeah, had no excuse to put it aside, but I, I'm I'm caught up with what I needed to edit. I mean, I still have other stuff that I might have to do during the week, but you know, I was just bored without you, Brad. I yeah. missed you. Missed you too, Rome. But I'm yeah. back. I'm back. I get another trip uh, over Labor Day weekend, but that's in September. So yeah, what the away. hell? Yeah, it's in September. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, let's just hope nobody has a birthday party again. Or a funeral. Yeah. Well, the funerals are understandable. Birthday parties? Yeah. Come on now. All right, man. Either way, I know we have to speed it up because of, you know, possible storms going to be hitting Brad. So we're trying to knock these two episodes out today. But of course, remember, remember, uh, this is live and early for our patrons over at patreon.com slash the nerd core for a dollar. You get That's this. That's why Stacy's here. Yeah, that's why Stacy's here because it's live and early for him. So if you want to check us out over there, patreon.com slash nerdcore, plus the $1 tier, and you get to listen to this episode, watch this episode a day or two or three early before anybody else gets to watch it. And it's live and you can communicate with us and talk to us. Either if you don't, you know, if you're not a patron, you get to watch this when it drops for the public. But yeah, let's go ahead and get this going, Brad. So if you've never seen Santa Sangre, Go ahead and get out of here if you care about spoilers. But if you don't care about spoilers, or you've already seen the film, go ahead and stay. Either way, how it goes, this is your one and only spoiler warning. And it is, in effect, in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> All right, Brad. I'm going to read because this is my pick. And then next, the next one we're doing is yours. So Santa Sangre, translated to English, is... Holy Blood, is a 1989 avant-garde surreal horror film. So many adjectives. Yep. Directed by Alejandro Hodorowsky and written by Hodorowsky along with Claudio Argento <laughs> and Roberto Leone. It stars Axel Hodorowsky, Adan Hodorowsky, Teo Hodorowsky, Blanca Guerra, Delma Tihu, and Guy Stockwell, an international co-production of Mexico and Italy. The film is set in Mexico and tells the story of Phoenix, a boy who grew up in a circus and his struggle with childhood trauma. It is, it, it is signed on Empire Magazine's 2008 list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. Cinematography is done by Daniel Nanuzzi, edited by Mauro Bonani. Music is done by Simon Boswell. 
and it sits at two hours and three minutes, and it had a budget of seven hundred eighty-seven thousand dollars. I think you can tell. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a small little introduction. So I guess I'm just gonna read um, the uh, the INDB synopsis because there's not a lot of trivia here for this film. But um, a former circus artist escapes from a mental hospital to rejoin his armless mother, the leader of a strange religious cult and forced to enact brutal murders in her name as he becomes her arms. So, um, Brad, you want to go first? <laughs> I don't want to go first. You go first. <laughs> um, so, I always thought I had already been introduced to avant-garde. I wasn't. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Um, what have we what have we reviewed that's avant-garde? No, no, I mean as in like what I was introduced to in like classes. So oh, like, oh, but I mean I mean in in us reviewing, have we reviewed anything avant-garde? No, we reviewed I'm, surreal, surreal films like yes, the works of David Lynch, like um Eraserhead is a surrealist movie. But this yeah. <laughs> Eraserhead's <No>. tame. <laughs> yeah. So this so I, I I think after now watching the second film that we had to do. I think I categorize Hodorowsky's movies under experience more than like an actual like film that you need to understand. I think, I think they're movies <laughs> that you have to like understand the experience more than actually what's going on on the screen. I, I but, think Roll Ro is trying to say we file this under WTF, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why the hell I started with this one. Are we, I, I'm starting to I'm starting to look into him. Is I don't work. know why I started with the one I started with. So yeah, go there. <laughs> yeah, but um, I I gotta say, even though the movie is pretty confusing, and it is a little out there, I was actually kind of interested in this movie, and I was actually like kind of following along pretty well with it. That it just it is a pretty interesting story about like a guy who you know, refuses to let go of his mother and kills in, in her name because he keeps being controlled by his mom uh, even past, you know, her lifetime. Like, she's been dead this whole movie and he's still under her control. So it's an interesting story. I just, I, I can't say that, you know, I, I, been, I was able to pick up on everything that he's trying to say in this movie. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll just go and say, um, I like this movie. I like this movie. But I like this movie's first two acts. I love the movie's first two acts. Like, honestly, some of the best filmmaking, I think, in those first two acts. But then I'm just lost on the third act. It just, it, it, it slows down incredibly in that third act. Mm -hmm. And that's what kills it for me in this movie. But those first two, I was enthralled in this story. I'm like... I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm here to watch it. Yeah. But once you get past that into, into his like adulthood and he, he's his mom's hands and whatnot, it just loses it from there, honestly, this movie. Yeah. And like the whole thing with um, the, the, you know, the girl that like, you know, that he was kind of like in love with and like that whole storyline was kind of like, kind of like rushed at the end in that third act where I was like, okay. Um, but I, I gotta say, I, I, I I agree with you, Brett. I I think those first two acts are fucking fantastic. Like I, I like what I'm looking at and I like yeah. what I'm seeing. And I like I enjoy the story. I, I mean, even the story and like you said, this is more of experience, not supposed to be about story, 
but it had a good story there for that those first two acts yeah i just and like you once that, you get to the third jeez man damn yeah just when you get to the third it's just like oh okay uh like oh we just took like a really sharp turn here and then he just gets slower and he's like oh He's kind of like in in like denial whether he should keep continuing to kill for his mother. And then it's just like, oh, no, now it's like now he's just like, OK, I am going to kill. But it's just it's really odd, like the choices that he makes in that in that third act Horowski. But um, I do really like the ending and like the way that we kind of like um, uh, the shot that he chooses. It's like a crane shot because he's like kind of like what's it called? Like bringing it back and you're kind of like going back into the sky and looking at them. Yeah, yeah you're seeing the cops come and. He, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, my hands. And it's like, all right. Yeah. Well, he finally realizes that he's free. You know, he's not, yeah. you know, he's not under his mom's, what's it called, control anymore. He's like, oh, crap. Like, I can actually make my own decisions out. But hey, bro, you're going to jail. You're going to jail. <laughs> you ain't making many decisions. Yeah. I also really like the music, Brad. Oh, yeah. Music was dope. Yeah. And for like a movie that's like around like circus culture, it gets the circus culture pretty well. Like, well, and, not only that, it's about like childhood trauma and just what growing up in the circus, I would imagine, is not that great. Because yeah. you, you look at it from his, like, he was literally just like had his chest carved for the ugliest, world's ugliest tattoo, other other than uh, maybe uh, Cody Rhodes' Cody Rhodes's neck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then, but then also you have it on the girls' end. The, she's mute, and um, was she mute? And she wasn't deaf, right? She's just mute. No, she's I mean, just mute. mute. She's yeah. just mute and forcing to walk like the fire <clears throat> tightrope. But they have each other, so you know, may won't be so bad. But then just gets worse from there. Yeah. By the way, the tattooed woman. <laughs> respectfully. Mm-hmm. Respectfully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> respectfully. Um. But I mean, like I like I said, uh, this movie is I, I wouldn't say that it's disturbing, but it definitely does bring up a lot of like uh, subject matter. that I don't think a lot of people would feel too comfortable around. I mean, there's a point in this film where like she's selling that mute girl into like prostitution. And, and, um, and I, I but I love that that shot because she's totally just because, you know, I was like, oh, she's been doing this for a while. But it, it feels like that's the first time that like that happened. Like, yeah, that is the day she decided to sell her to a big giant, and yeah. the girl's just like, "I'm out the window." <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't think that she wanted like I don't think that guy even wanted to do anything with her. I think he just wanted to cradle her like a baby, right? I'm, I'm starting, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It just looked I, the, like he was drunk, just like trying to like put her like drunk, like, uh, you know, drunk army, whatever. Yeah. I think they were all from different armies or different military. Yeah. Countries. Well, it looked like those were maybe um, not federales, but uh, state police. State police, because I mean, this this is shot in Mexico, by the way. I mean, and it's uh, I what's it called? Well, I really thought I really liked the locations they use, and there were some songs there that I definitely recognized that they were playing. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, oh nice. But um, yeah, Khodorovsky's move. Like, so this being my introduction to Khodorovsky isn't like the best because I thought like, oh crap, like. Uh, I didn't know which one this one was going to, like, because you took the Holy Mountain from me. I wanted to choose the Holy Mountain. Actually, one's going to choose Topo and Holy Mountain. You're like, oh, I'm going to need a Topo and Holy Mountain. I was like, oh, shit. Like, oh, I, I wanted to, what's it called, uh, 
do holy mounts because that's his first one and that's the one that really like started it off. But yeah, I mean, for being my introduction, um, oh wow, you can't hear me, Brad. Oh, uh, well, for being its introduction, I'll, I'll unmute it right now for you to hear. Yeah, yeah, I was hearing it. I was hearing it a bit. Yeah, for for oh my god, man. For it being the why why do they hate us, bro? Why can't we do a review, bro? Like why? Why? For being its in, in introduction, being my introduction to him, uh, I really dug the cinematography, the uh, music, also the acting. I don't have really have a problem with the acting, Brad. Do you have a problem with the acting? No, the acting was overly pretty great. Like, like I know there were, there was overacting here and there, but I think that was the point in some scenes. Yeah. Like I said, the only thing I had an issue with was that third act, and I think it just got kind of ridiculous in some ways from comparison to the first two. Um, but a lot of it, I was sitting there and I was trying to figure out if that wrestling, that wrestler woman was an actual woman or <laughs> I, I, I don't, it, it was a very huge lady. Yeah. Death but also like, going on. <laughs> also, I just, I found it comical, the whole blood, like when, like when he, when he cuts the, 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 what's it called? The mom's arms. Oh, those sh those shot, both those shots though, where arms are just missing. We're so cool. Those are great. Oh, I was yeah. like, what the, because like when the mother's arms get cut, I'm like by, by the father, I'm like, holy God, that was dope. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're just like seeing her from like the top to the bottom, like just yeah. the blood coming out that like was that. amazing shot. Yeah, yeah, fucking amazing. I just like it was so comical just to see the obvious fake blood. Like it's very obvious, like it's yeah. fake, and, and but, I was just like, but, oh. But you know, for for being what well, I really like the color in this film too. Like oh, yeah. I like the coloring throughout this film. I like the like the colors they use, like a big yellow church, and then it's you know red on the inside, and it just I thought overall, you know, he did a really great job of just you know his his look showing off his style. Yeah, yeah, it's he does a really good job at that. I just I, I wish that third act would have worked better. I think that we we would have gotten a more cohesive third act. It would have uh, been a better movie for me. But I I, I liked it. I I, I I didn't hate it or anything. I was just like okay. And of course, like now I was able to sit down and, and be like and, and think about it for so long. Now I was like, yeah, I think this movie was more of the experience and not me trying to understand exactly what the hell's going on here. Yeah, but, but, um, but it kind of ropes you in in those first two acts, being like, "Hey, there's an actual story." Yeah, and then yeah. by the third, you're like, "I don't know what just like it just it, it did a ninety, did a ninety, and just went off to wherever it went off." <laughs> yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, Brad. Well, um, what are we? What is your final verdict on um, on Santa Sangre? Uh, I'm going to give it, I, I think, a seven out of ten. All right, all right. Uh, Stacy says, um, so next week is Santa Sangre 2. Two hands, two fingers. Two <laughs> yeah, give yourself a pat on the back, Stacy. Yeah, give yourself a pat on the back. Take a bow, my friend. That one was fantastic. You've never even seen this movie, man. Take a bow. Yeah. Take a bow. Oh, my God. I'm coming in a little bit uh, over Brad because I, I really did dig a lot about this movie and just the way that it's like it looks and you know, for it being my introduction to avant-garde, I was really interested in how it like played out. Uh, I'm going to seven and a half out of ten. I really like this movie. I mean, this thing would have been like a nine for me had that third act closed properly. 
Yeah, same here. I I think like this this easily was on track to become a nine for me, and then just yeah. like it slows down, and you're just like, what the fuck are we even doing anymore? Yeah, like it gets immeasurably slow, and it's not that yeah. long of a movie. No, it's not. No, not like his other ones. That, no. uh, I, I, it's an hour. It's two hours and three minutes, man. It's not yeah, even that so, long. So it's not like I think the the next one we'll be reviewing is longer. At least it, it felt uh, that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I think that's the case. El Topo is actually uh, two hours and five. Wow, oh, just three minutes longer. Two. It feels uh, immeasurably longer. <laughs> yup. Yup. Well, uh, that concludes our review of Santa Sangre. So if you all enjoyed that, make sure that you keep up to date with us on the nerdcore.com. That's our website. Twitter at the nerdcore underscore. Brad Elon announced that he's getting, a, he's getting rid of accounts with no activity for a while. And every day I have been checking to see if the nerdcore is gone and they're still not gone. Available. So, Elon, I really need you to get rid of that account. Please. You need to get to chopping, Elon. Please. Follow us on Instagram at the Nerd Core. And then, of course, like we said, on, on Patreon, you get this episode days early before anybody else does by checking out the $1 tier at patreon.com slash the Nerd Core. Plus, you can go ahead and check out our Discord link in our description of the audio and video versions. So that way you can talk about all the films of Hodorowsky with us as we continue on with this month looking at his movies. Of course, if you're watching this on the video version, please make sure that you subscribe to the channel. Click that notification bell so you don't miss a single piece of content that drops on the channel. Also, on the audio side of things, make sure that you leave a five-star review. It helps us out a lot and it helps let the lets the channel grow. So five stars. You know we deserve it. Stacy says, uh, didn't Elon step down? Pity the poor sucker that has to reassemble the burning pile of Legos. I think he did step down, but either way, whoever's in charge yeah, he, right now, please just get yeah, his he's account. He's got a CEO, and all the all the Twitter bros aren't happy about it, but whatever. <laughs> he wasn't going to stay in charge of it for too long. No, that's not Elon style. Elon rather yeah. go play with space and Teslas and all that. No, I'm 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 actually surprised he stayed as long as he did. Yeah, yeah, but um, that's a topic for a different podcast on this network. But um, yeah. Uh, check that out, y'all, please. And make sure you give us that five-star review. We would greatly appreciate it. Also, also, we would like to uh, thank our wonderful producer, Shane. You can find him at... You follow our friend Shane at twitch.tv slash XSRK or on Twitter at thriftedil or go follow the Suppy God at prisoncityvintage.com. All right. Yep. Uh, Crest Hill, Illinois. He's got, he, he got a house, man. Congrats to, um, to Shane. The, yeah. Proud of you, man. It's, man, it's that awesome. man. That man, uh, you know, doing it big. Yeah, man. Getting all these reasons for he not hustling. coming back to stream. <laughs> you don't need to stream anymore, man. He's good. I do He's miss good. him, though. That was always fun. Uh, yeah. I miss the Jackbox streams. The Jackbox streams were fun. Yeah. But, um. Push the button. Push the button. I'm sure that he'll come back eventually. He he wants to call. He did say that he does want to stream last time I talked to them. He's just like so busy. He won't. He hasn't done much with that. I, I feel like we could do a Jackbox like stream, but yeah, but, but we couldn't do the, the rhyme one. It's just you can't do that one. Yeah, <laughs> I learned from Shane that you can't control people and what they put in that box. Yeah. Also, nobody understood when you put Pablo Escobar that one time. 
Except for all was watching. Toshino, oh, Toshino Mifune too, remember? You put me Fune or something? Yeah. Shane, either way, we thank you so much, man. Thanks for being a wonderful producer of this show. And thank you to all the other Patreon supporters who make this possible. Without you all, this is not possible, as we have been um, blessed to be able to do this with you all. So thank you all so much. Of course, if you want to join the Patreon, patreon.com slash nerdcore. And on the next episode, we're going to be continuing on with our Alejandro Jodorowsky month as we look at his avant-garde, surreal, western El Topo. But in the meantime, we're getting out of here. Brad, you want to send him out? All right, our only I mean, host as always. Thank you to Stacy for joining us in chat today. Thank you to all our listeners out there, all our patron supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. And to end this episode, um, I'm just going to be saying I'm glad to be back. In the chair. And having two arms, right? And having two arms, right? Having two arms. You don't know if there's somebody standing behind me, though. (laughs) Young Yoda out. This is the weird month of the year, y'all.